Hello, everyone, and welcome to this uh, unique episode of our podcast, the Hazardous Casuals Podcast. My name is Matt. Uh, I am the Game Master, and this is going to be a short episode and also a very different episode than what we have uh, done so far. We've had a lot of new people uh, start joining the podcast and joining with us on our our, our, our campaign, and uh, a few people have reached out to us and asked if we could. Uh, explain the system uh, of the Genesis system a little bit more and uh, how it works, the stats, the characters, the dice pools, the different kinds of dice, all that sort of stuff. And I think we did this, or I did this at some point, uh, but I believe it was probably around the prequel arc. And the problem with that is that uh, the prequel arc episodes are not on um, certain platforms like Spotify. I'm not sure if Google, uh, if you're listening on you know, on Google, um, if they actually picked them up. I know when they first when we first started long ago, uh, some of the platforms were having uh, some some issues. They had some issues, technical issues, with pulling our back episodes because uh, we were sort of learning as we went when we first started. We had a lot of hiccups. So uh, again, I'm just gonna give a shout out to everyone who uh, you know endured through the prequel episodes uh there were some rough episodes but anyway so we we had some we've had some people reach out and ask to to sort of explain some of the the rules of the system and that's what i'm going to do i'm going to basically just give you a basic overview of how the system the genesis narrative dice system works and um yeah just as as quick and, and as easy as i can and so hopefully we'll answer the 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 questions that we've we've gotten over the past uh, month or so uh, from from our some of our new listeners. So we wanted to release this sort of standalone episode, and I'm going to run through basically uh, how how the system works and how um, characters work and, and dice pools work. So uh, if this is if you know how this system works and you've you've played it, you've been playing it for a while and have a good handle on it. This probably isn't your episode. Um, you know, you could just skip this episode. We'll have a new episode out. Uh, I believe we're gonna have a new episode up either probably in a week or two weeks. It just depends on um, if I'm able to finish up um, the episode. I think I'm hoping I'm aiming for next week, uh, next Monday. So here's hoping to that. Anyway, so before we get started, I just want to give a few shout outs to some podcasts. Yeah, I'm gonna go give a basic sort of very quick summary of how things work. If you want to go and learn more about the rules or, uh, or if you're looking for other podcasts that actually talk about the, the rules and the crunch of the system or um, maybe just want to get connected with, with uh, the larger community of the Genesis Dice system, the Genesis system, um, there's some really great podcasts out there. One of the first that I, I would you know, highly recommend is the Forge podcast. Um, they're fantastic. They do a great job of breaking things down, of putting it into action, the rules into action, explaining not just the rules, but also also doing their own uh, creation, which I've pulled from. Uh, we've pulled from some of their talents, I believe, in, in our Alaria setting. So uh, the Forge podcast is a fantastic one. Uh, another one that I, I've enjoyed is Finding the Narrative. They're pretty good. I've really enjoyed listening to them. There's a couple other that I listen to. Those are the two main ones. 
Uh, both those podcasts are fantastic. They do a great job of breaking down the rules of the Genesis system, talk about uh, community creations and custom custom settings and talents, all kinds of stuff. Uh, and, you know, with the Genesis system, before the Genesis system came about, before that, there was the Star Wars, the Fantasy Flight Star Wars system that sort of started uh, with the narrative dice system. And I couldn't, I couldn't go on without mentioning these guys in this podcast. It's one of the, the people, they're one of the people that got me inspired to start being a game master, writing my own stories and running my own games. Uh, these guys are fantastic. They've been around forever. Uh, they don't post a whole lot of episodes anymore. Um, but when they do, it's still it's still a hoot. It's still a riot. It's a great, great show. Um, they are the Order 66 podcast uh, for the Fantasy Flight Star Wars system, the Star Wars Fantasy Flight system. Uh, and the reason I make that distinction is that there are two Order 66 podcasts. One is of them is for the old Star Wars D20 system, the Saga system of Star Wars, or Saga Edition, I think. Uh, great podcast. It's the same guy, a group of people, uh, guys and, and ladies, and uh, they're they're fantastic. Uh, but make sure you, you find, if you're looking for the narrative die system, you want to look for the Order 66 podcast system for the Star Wars, the Fantasy Flight Star Wars system. So anyway, let's uh, let's jump into this uh, this breakdown of the Genesis rules and uh, system. So first off, like a lot of other tabletop RPG systems, each character ha- is created with stats, statistics, attributes, skills, uh, talents, and every system typically you know, seems to have their own wordage for those things sometimes, um, whether it's attributes or characteristics, um, you know, or skills, talents, however however a, a system describes it. But basically, for Genesis dice system, there are uh, three main, three big ones. There's attributes, there's skills, and there are talents. So flowing from the top down, we're going to start with the top, with the attributes. There are six attributes that every character has. There's brawn, agility, intelligence, cunning, willpower, and presence. And each of these attributes are tied or have, has skills tied to them. Now, I, I know I've heard this somewhere. I'm going to use the explanation that I've heard somewhere or read somewhere. I don't know if it's from Reddit. I tried to find it in Discord posts. So uh, whoever, I don't know if I'm stealing. I'm probably stealing from somebody. But I really like this uh, breakdown, uh, an explanation for each attribute. It, it's helped me a lot in, in explaining or teaching this, this system to other people. And it's helped me, too, uh, just kind of understand things. So I'm going to use a... <laughs> I'm going to break down each attribute using a tomato. Uh, and you could you could take this and, and put anything else you want in there. Um, so basically, brawn. Let's, let's, uh, let's start with brawn. Brawn is how well you can crush a tomato or uh, chop a tomato, right? Uh, it de- brawn determines how well you also can use a sword in combat or how athletic you are, how strong you are. Um, it, also can, it also determines in this system uh, how healthy or how much health your character has, how uh, resilient your character is to poison. Next is agility. Agility is how how accurate you can throw a tomato or how far you can throw a tomato. Agility also can help 
determine a char- how good a character is at shooting uh, a bow, a gun, how stealthy they are, how acrobatic they are, those sort of things, how good at riding they are, um, those sort of uh, skills or actions. Next is in- intellect. And so uh, I'd like to say intellect is like knowing that tomato is a fruit, right? It's, it's in- it basically just determining your knowledge. Uh, knowledge maybe in geography or history, lore, the magical arts, uh, alchemy, those sort of things. Cunning is knowing that you shouldn't put a tomato in a fruit salad. Uh, basically, cunning helps determine you know whether or not you could survive in the wilderness or even how good of a liar you are. Those sort of skills. Willpower is the next, and willpower is... Um, Basically, it'd be able, you know, your ability to eat a tomato if you hate tomatoes. Willpower helps basically determine how good you are at overcoming uh, pain or observing threats. Um, maybe, uh, the, you know, the willpower of the mind, uh, knowing whether or not someone is lying, those sort of things. Uh, next is presence. Presence is well, how, how well you can sell a tomato. Uh, or maybe how well you could s- sell a, a tomato-based fruit salad. <laughs> or uh, selling, uh, how well can you sell ice to an Eskimo? Those sort of uh, areas of, of, of actions that a player might want to do. It, it basically determines how charming you are. Or even how calm you might can stay under pressure. With all those things, I know this is sort of a, hopefully is a fun uh, and easy way to sort of help you understand each characteristic from these characteristics uh, are tied skills and skills are basically how good you are at different tasks whereas attributes might be your natural giftings uh, skills are how you hone your natural gifts into talents you can spend experience points to upgrade your skills you can do that with with uh, your attributes as well, but it's a little bit harder, and that gets really deep into character creation, which we're not gonna we're gonna do that. I think our next campaign will probably do a a, a, a session zero and and actually maybe create characters. Skills are basically how well you are, uh, how well trained you are at different tasks, and like I mentioned, each skill has uh, an attribute tied to it. So character skills and attributes help a player uh, know how many dice they can roll when they're making a skill check, and that's obviously extremely important. So how do we determine what dice to roll, how many dice, and if you've never played this system and you listen to the podcast, you might be thinking, what are these strange dice that they're rolling with all these threats and successes and failures and despairs and triumphs? What What is this? So basically, the narrative dice system, which is used in both Star Wars and Genesis, is uh, they're regular dice, except they have different symbols on them. They don't have numbers. They have symbols on them. And with that, there are basically three different types of dice, or ca- maybe categories of dice, uh, and on the player side and on the game master side. So the first set of dice are boost dice and setback dice. These are both six-sided dice. They're your D6s. 
Um, boost dice are blue. Setback dice are black. So if you've ever heard us say, yeah, add a blue dice to your uh, check, that's what we're talking about. Or add a black die to your check, that's what we're talking about. Um, there are also ability dice and difficulty dice. These, again, mirror each other. Both are eight-sided dice, or D8s, as they're often called. Uh, ability dice are green dice, and difficulty dice are purple dice. And then finally, we have proficiency dice and challenge dice. Again, these mirror each other. Both are 12-sided, or D12s, and proficiency dice help the player. They are yellow, and challenge dice oppose the player. They are red. These dice are the results of when a green die is upgraded, or when a purple die is upgraded. So a green die gets upgraded to a yellow die, and that's really good because yellow proficiency dice have triumphs on them. They're the only dice that have triumphs on them. And purple dice uh, get upgraded to red challenge dice. And that's typically not a good thing because challenge dice are the only dice that have despairs on them as well. So each dice have different symbols on them, right? Uh, some The good dice have good symbols like successes, advantages, some, and sometimes a specific side of a dice can have both a success and advantage, or you know, multiple advantages like two advantage or two successes. Um, the good dice also have triumphs, and also yeah, each dice has some blank sides. And then the bad dice have the opposite of those uh, good symbols. They have failures and threats, um, sometimes a threat and a failure. They have despairs, and also they have blank sides as well. So, how do we build a dice pool? Often, I will give a difficulty. And sometimes that difficulty is based on an adversary's stats. Just like the players have stats, the adversaries that I create, they have their own stats. They have their own dice pools that they add, difficulties that they add. And sometimes the difficulty is based on those adversaries' stats because the players are going up against them. At other times, I set a predetermined difficulty based on the world, the lore, and the story that I've written. The difficulty might be an, anything from a simple difficulty, meaning no dice are involved, to maybe an easy, a one purple difficulty dice. Or maybe it's a hard, diff, uh, hard skill check, um, and that would be a three purple difficulty dice check. Or maybe even formidable, and that is a five purple dice difficulty. That's also the hardest difficulty. Five purple dice. It's a lot. When I ask for a skill check, often I will determine, or sometimes I have to veto, which skills the players can use. And then I will give them a difficulty. The player then looks at their skills, their talents, their attributes, so that they can then determine what dice they may roll. So let's take uh, for example, one of our players, our, our characters that we have in our story, Kachi, played by Donovan. Uh, let's say he, Kachi is trying to sneak past a guard. And if you listen to any of our episodes, uh, Kachi is good at stealth. Let's say I set the difficulty at hard, which means that's a three purple difficulty dice skill check. 
What he has to do is he has to look at his ranks in his skill, stealth, and then he looks at the corresponding attribute, which is agility. Then he takes both of those numbers, which ever number is higher, will determine how many green ability dice he can roll. Then the higher number will determine how many of those green ability dice he gets to upgrade to yellow dice. For example, let's say Kachi has four ranks in stealth, but he has an agility of three. So Kachi would start off by picking four green dice because that's the highest number. That's the higher the number that that's the higher number of the two. That's because that's the higher number of the two. And then because he has an agility of three, which is the lower number of the two, he would upgrade three of those green die to yellow proficiency dice and sometimes an easy way that we often refer to this is by saying roll four upgrade three it's an easy way to, it's a short it's a shorthand way of explaining what dice are being rolled the higher number between the skill and the attribute always determine how many of your dice you're going to upgrade no the higher number between the skill ranks and the attribute that your character has always determine how many dice you're rolling and then the lower number determines how many dice you are going to upgrade if both numbers are the same you get to upgrade all of your dice for instance let's say instead that catchy had an agility of three and he only had three ranks in stealth three and three both numbers are tied so he actually gets to upgrade three ability dice to three yellow proficiency dice. Each character has a lot more stats beyond just skills and attributes. They have talents, they have health, defense, and so. Health is divided into two different aspects. Each character has wounds and strain. They have a wound threshold and a strain threshold. Basically, wounds are your health. They're your hit points. They're how much damage you can take before you die or pass out. Strain is often how much stress you can take, how much mental fatigue or uh, anxiety your character might be able to, to take, or even, even um, how much physical uh, strain you might could take. And once you hit your threshold, you pass out. You are incapacitated, and you have to suffer a critical injury. Also, each character has a defense rating. This is kind of divided into two aspects as well. The first is soak. A player, each character has soak. And uh, also, each character has what's called defense. Your soak is basically how much damage, how much pain you can take before you start losing health or strain, wounds or strain. Basically, your soak is how much damage you can take before you start losing either wounds or strain. Moving on to a character's defense, defense is divided between two different types of defenses. There's melee defense and range defense. It, they sound, they, <laughs> they are what they sound like. Melee defense is how hard it is for someone to hit you with a sword or an axe or their fist. While range defense is how hard is it for someone to hit you with a bow or throw something at you. For each rank or point of defense a character has, they get to add a setback die, a black die, 
against someone attacking them. So let's say, for instance, someone had two melee defense. Well, if someone was trying to strike them with a sword, they would have to add two black setback dice to the check. Alrighty. And there is finally probably one last aspect that I probably need to touch on, and that is story points. There are player story points and game master story points. Story points are basically a resource that flip from one side, the player's side, to the other side, the game master side. At the beginning of each session, the story points are added, one for each player and then one for the game master as well. When a player or the game master decides to spend a story point, they flip that story point from their side to the other side. So the story point pool can often be in constant motion, going back and forth. Story points can help a character do all sorts of things. They can help players upgrade their skill checks or uh, by letting them turn a green ability dice into a yellow proficiency dice, which is really good. They can also sometimes help shape the narrative. They could give the players a resource that they desperately need, like, oh, we're going into a cave? We need mining equipment or safety harnesses, something like that. They could spend a story point and ask me if they could have that. But for my aspect, I also can spend story points. I can spend story points to shape the narrative and change the story as well. I could either upgrade the difficulty a player might be having to face in a skill check, or I could spend a story point to help an adversary out by letting them upgrade their dice so that they might be able to hit one of the characters. There's all sorts of ways that you can spend story points, but those are sort of the, the main ways that they often get used. All right, well, that's it for this short, uh, brief explanation of the rules and hopefully i didn't go into too much detail i know that i've it's about 20 minutes 25 minutes looks like so anyway i hope you guys enjoyed this i hope this answered a lot of your questions and uh, i look forward to uh our next episode and starting our next story arc all right well i hope everyone has a great week and we'll see you soon Hilarious setting and setting book is property of the Hatchers Casuals Podcast.